Welcome to the Christology Podcast, Jesus at the Center. I am Dave Nielsen. Got some new music there this time because Pastor Ty Phillips is not here. He, I want to talk about Ty. He's awesome, man. And since he's not here, I'm going to really raise him up. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for this opportunity to be here to look into your word and to call us to know our Creator. Lord, we believe that you created us, the universe, that you thought about everything you did, and that you still you think about us and you want us to think about you and have a relationship. That's incredible. So Jesus, in your name, as you taught the disciples who taught the ones after them who've taught us, Lord, in your name we ask that we can come closer to you and know you. Amen. So Ty, what a what a friend, what a man. I'm learning more about him. <laughs> like I said, he's not here. I'm going to talk about him. The Christology Podcast. I'm Dave Nielsen. My good friend and brother, Pastor Ty Phillips, he took a job about three or four weeks ago. We were we were getting ready to record. We called our friend Antoine, who's on the tank episode, the Face Your Tank. And Ty was just called to go work with Antoine. So he's been doing that. He's super busy. He also, his family, his, his <laughs> incredible family, who I'm just getting to know, they run a church, so Ty is working with that on the weekends. We were supposed to record last night. We were supposed to record Saturday. I had my once-a-month migraine that puts me out for 24 hours. Once a month, I used to get them three times a week due to a head injury in the Army. Um, thank God I don't have them three times a week. I have them once a month, so we missed Saturday. Sunday, Ty worked. He was too exhausted to record, so here we are. So I'm just, um, man, I want to lift up Ty in prayer and in thought and in speech, man. He is a man after God's heart. He really is. I see it more and more. Um, just, you know, every day, every once an hour, oh, God's telling me this. And uh, it's real. He's a real deal. So it's cool I could talk about him since he's not here. Hey, this week our podcast is called Tell your story. And, you know, everything, Jesus at the center, so everything we do out of here is biblical. Please question us. Look into it. Yeah, It's based out of Psalm 107. Okay, it starts with a praise. It's a praise psalm. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Verse 1, and then right after that, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story, those He redeemed from the hand of the foe. Okay? Now, it does this um, cycle where it says, let the redeemed tell their stories, and then it talks about how people, us, how we turn from God, okay? So Psalm 107 is our main scripture. Why? Well, Revelation chapter 11, verse 12, tells us how we over, it's a scouting report on how we win, how we get to be with the Lord, when his kingdom comes to the earth. It's not about going to heaven. It's about forming a relationship with the Lord right now. Revelation 11, chapter 11, verse 12, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Okay, so this is saying by, with Jesus and with our testimony and, and not being afraid, facing our tank, this is how we're going to overcome. All right, so it's very important that we tell our, our story. We're going to talk a little bit at the end, uh, Luke 7 uh, and uh, Matthew 8, I believe, the parallel, the faith of the centurion, why his faith was so great, according to Jesus. 
as it relates to this. And we're going to hit on uh, Romans chapter 4 a little bit. All right. So the theology of this, why, that, that means how we think about God and what it, what it really means. God calls some to tell stories. In this psalm, you'll see he calls the wise to listen, the wicked to shut their mouths, and everyone to think about all of this. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. They do four different times in Psalm 107. There's four sections. And we know that repetition in the Old Testament scripture means emphasis. And in each account of the redeemed, serious trouble and disaster is followed by crying out to the Lord. The fifth and final instance uh, is a little bit different at verses 39 through 41. Uh, It's the same calamity and redemption, but this one is brought on or allowed by the Lord uh, with the needy. Okay, this is the key part. The needy being lifted out of their affliction. All right. We all need to be needy of God, of Jesus. All right. And that, you know, that leads to the big word surrender that I and many have avoided for so many years of our life. Um, surrender is the common thread followed by deliverance um, to safety and to life. And so this is the pattern. Disaster precedes peace. It's certainly been the pattern in my life. This psalm also moves from plural to singular. After the, the redeemed tell stories of suffering, wandering, darkness, and chains, it says the one who is wise is called to listen and consider. So it's narrowing it down to you. God's talking to you if, when you're reading this, hearing this. That's in verse 43. All are called to active gratitude. Okay, this is important. This is a habit which always accompanies true success. And it's right there in verse 1. It starts out this psalm. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Okay, back to Ty. This is something I learned was reinforced by just watching Ty go through hard times in his life, and he was always giving thanks to the Lord. God is good. And I just, you know... I didn't have it hard at that time in my life, but it's good to see somebody who is struggling, who's still, you know, looking to God. It, it strengthens our faith. Developing this habit is natural to some. My wife, Laura, completely natural to her. That's why she's had a just a blessed life. Um, uh, it takes others years to develop, like me. Living gratitude takes effort of mind, body, and soul, effort which has nothing to do with one's salvation, of course, but everything to do with eternal peace in Christ. Jesus did all the work, just want to be clear here, we, that we could not do and never don't need to do on the cross, but then he called us to know him and feed his sheep. All right, so that's where we're at. This means work, and it means growing up. We do nothing to earn God's favor, we know, but realizing who Jesus is leads to our true vocation, okay? And this is what we want to key on here in the next few episodes, vocation. It's more than just a job or a career. I went to um, voc rehab through the VA for five years. That's how I went to seminary. Vocational rehab. You know, it sounds like, okay, I'm just going to, they're going to job placement is what I thought. But vocation is a bigger, better word. You know, the vocative in the Greek means um, a a calling, a, a you know, a call out, all right? So vocation is our how we're being called out, and everybody has a vocation according to the, the Word of God, okay? He's calling all of us to know Him. Surrender is the proper response to God's invitation of life, and that just means giving up doing it our way and looking to know Jesus. 
and gratitude is the sign of ongoing relationship with Him. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their stories. Let the one who is wise ponder the deeds of the Lord. All are called and some respond. So, the question, the, a question for, um, for us, for how we're talking about this. Have you told your testimony lately or any story of faith? All right, the implication here is also obviously, maybe not obviously, but listening to others' stories. Okay, and it's not, um, well, I was going to say, it's not just faith in Jesus, but for me, for Ty, for a lot of people that were around, it is that because your life becomes that. We're still doing everything else. I'm still, you know, interacting with my neighbor who's building a house right next to us on the water and um, he needs to borrow my garden hose. He needs electricity. So I help him out. And he's a young captain in the army. So I, I'm looking forward to having some discussions with him. He's 28 years old. Like, um, you know, you still live life, but, um, you know, everything can uh, and should, or is, is going to eventually, for the wise, it's going to get back to how did we learn wisdom? How do we develop faith and hope. What is our hope from? What's it from? All right. So um, it's good to listen to stories. It's also good to tell them. All right. Uh, Question, is this a tank to be faced? Do you not want to tell your story? I know Ty faces some tanks. I can't wait for him to open up. This guy's been through so much. And uh, he, he is. I mean, what he's doing right now, the reason he's not here right now is because he is literally out in the local mission field helping people, all right? He's, he's called by God, and he responds. Uh, the Old Testament psalm writers, uh, this, and this psalm has no superscription, which means uh, attributed to, like, David or, uh, you know, Asaph. This one doesn't have one. Luke, Paul, John, uh, all reinforce the proverb that wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord, okay? So if we want wisdom, and most people do, that begins with the fear of the Lord, all right? And he's telling us to tell our stories. So we have so many stories to still tell and hear from you all, um, from one another. And we're going to get to that. I just wanted people to know, I want to put this out in a podcast, that, that it's biblical, all right, to tell our stories, to listen, to think on these things. This is a pretty long psalm, uh, 40, 41, 43 verses, all right? Right in the middle again, I want to connect this to the, the faith of the centurion. Verse 20, Psalm 107, verse 20, says, He sent out His word and healed them. Now let's, let's talk about the centurion that came up to Jesus and, and said, Will you come and heal my servant that I love? And Jesus said, should I come to him? And the centurion said, no, no, just say the word and, and he'll be healed. And I, for many years, I would read this and could, because Jesus said, I have not seen faith like this in all of Israel. I just didn't understand where the great faith was. It, and, and now I know that it's because the centurion recognizes Jesus's authority. Okay, it was right there in the scripture, but I just didn't see it. He says, you know, I'm in charge of several men when I say do this, do that. Now he's saying, Jesus, you can heal my servant, just say the word. Okay, that's that's ultimate authority. That's not, you know, um, 
little, that's not something small. And Jesus saw that and said, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. So remember, this was a Roman centurion, an occupying force in their land. Okay, <laughs> There was not uh, friendship between these two peoples. It was enmity. It was, it was nasty. Uh, so this, this centurion, this Roman, in charge of several, many people, went up to Jesus and recognized his authority. Okay, that's what made his faith so great. He was willing to expose himself in front of everybody and ask Jesus to move. All right, of course, this we always look at the bookends. All right, inclusio, when you, when you find a section of Scripture that's awesome, look what's to the left and right of it. Now, that's not so much in Psalms and Proverbs, um, not, not as much, but definitely in the, in the Gospels and the Epistles. Look at the bookend stories of what section you're looking at. So here we have, um, on, the, on, the, on the ends, we have the, um, the wise builders, you know, who, who built a foundation for their house. And then on the other end of the centurion story, we have the raising of a widow's dead son. So what that is showing, you know, is obvious. Build your foundation, move your faith, the dead will be raised. It's, it's a moving instance, um, uh, a moving narrative of, of how faith works, all right? Immediate application, all right? Today, work to become an active listener. Try to solicit or ask for one story from a person of your choosing, and then reciprocate by telling a story of your own. It doesn't have to be your life story or... It doesn't have to be biblical, but, um, you know, something that means something, all right? Talk about ideas. That's how things work. Um, what I love about this psalm, what really caught my attention years ago, is the verse, I had heard this somewhere before, it's verse 4. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were thirsty and hungry, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. That's the pattern in this psalm. It, it repeats. Some dot, 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 some wandered in desert wastelands. And I had heard that somewhere, and I just couldn't place it. But I have wandered in some desert wastelands, man. I added up my time in the Middle East. It's, it's several years. Um, walked across Kuwait. I've been to 11 or 12 Middle Eastern countries. I love it over there. But... It can be, um, you know, it can affect you. All right, so some wandered, then they cried out to the Lord, and that repeats, repeats, repeats. Uh, in different ways, it's not the same thing, but um, it just it shows that this is the pattern of how it works. All right, the long-term application. The challenge, I challenge you to refine your story, write it, produce it, act it. This builds humility, Actual humility, which is, it's okay to talk about. Humility has been butchered so much lately. I've, I think humility means trusting God and others with your life. Now, if you think that through first, it sounds sort of simple for, you know, humility, which nobody wants to touch. But think it through. Trusting God and others with your life. When you do that, you're not going to be... You're going to be open-minded. You're going to be honest. 
and willing to help people, willing to change, willing to tell your story. And that's what God's calling us to do. So true, actual humility. And we're going to get more into this next episode. Next episode is called The Wages of Humility. And let me tell you, it's good. (laughs) The wages of humility are good. It's something you're going to want to hear. All right, this has been the Christology Podcast, Jesus at the Center. This is episode 10, Tell Your Story. Psalm 107, it's a call to action. All right, and again, to recap, Revelation chapter 11, verse 12, answers the why. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. A testimony means your story. We need to tell our stories in all ways and at all times. This has been Dave Nielsen with the Christology Podcast. We will see you next week.